And we are the Extra Sisters, so sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 163, and in this episode, we have a special guest, and it's the crickets in my room. (laughs) If anyone hears a cricket, I might, like, beat the shit out of them in a minute. I don't know. That's going to be great if we have nothing to say, and then they're in the background. Dude, I can actually make that happen. I can just go get my little critter keeper of crickets and hold them up to the mic. Don't call PETA on me. I may go beat the critter keeper. They're just feeders for tarantulas, so does it really matter if I shake the critter keeper? They're going to die anyways. And they're cannibalistic, and that creeps me out. And they smell icky. Ew, no, there's nothing good. Mm -mm, They smell real gross. Anyways, in this episode, we're talking about Final Destination 2 that came out in 2003. The great year of 03. (laughs) Like, this is early 2000s, just such a... All the horror movies, like, looked the same as far as, like, atmosphere, you know? Mm -hmm. You can just tell you're watching a movie from the, like, early to, like, from, like, 1997 to, like, I'm going to say, like, oh five ish Yeah, where they'd use, like, the, like, this one is very blue. Like, they use that color filter a lot. Yes, and I don't know. I'm sure there was, like, a reason. Right? I I just don't know. Like, nostalgia, I love it, but... (laughs) Yeah, uh-huh. like it's it's definitely indicative of the times and like mm-hmm. of all the movies we watched around that time. And especially cuz a lot of us were getting into horror around that right. time. So, like it makes sense, but yeah. Now, obviously we w- talked about Final Destination last year, right? Mhm. It feels like this year. I, <laughs> I know everything blends together. So, I work obviously in optometry, Kristen used to used to yeah and i'm moving on yeah i'm like patient facing though like and she was more like on the back end of billing anyways doesn't matter but i talked to patients and like a lot of them are like oh i did i missed a year and i'm like 2020 didn't even really count so like if you didn't come in for your eye exam in 2020 it doesn't really count like because it's like barely even a year that's why i'm like was it last year was it early this year when did we actually talk about this movie so it's just all like blending together anyways i always know the final destination movies by the deaths and i think obviously that's how most people know them but i was watching this with a friend and she's like i don't know if i've seen this one and i was like well have you seen the death scene with the logs going through the windshield and she's like yes i was like okay well then Then you've you've seen seen this one (laughs) seen this one and she's like what about the one with the roller coaster and i was like that's the third one i think yes but like i don't know i only differentiate them based on the death scenes i've seen but i don't actually know which ones they belong to i couldn't actually tell you any of the storylines but they don't really have important storylines anyways yeah they don't really need to but i'm the 
I hear the crickets. Right. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Uh, it's like I'm speaking to an audience that hates me. Like, like, ignoring. <laughs> so I am a total Final Destination girl. Like they really came out when I was really getting into horror. I, I specifically remember Final Destination 2 was when I moved out to Massachusetts and I was getting ready to go to a Catholic high school. And it was like a very, it was like a big deal in my life. And I remember this movie and the log scene and all of that. And I I'm not even sure. I can't even decide. It's either this one or the third one that I love more, but it depends on which one I'm watching. I just love them both. So I think the first one I ever saw actually that at least that I remember was the tanning bed Ooh, one. Yeah, that one's good. Which is the third one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, the thing about these movies is like as far the plots are always the same. It's people yeah. trying not to die even though actual death is coming for them and they're not going to get away from it yeah and you know that you're going to watch each one of them get picked off right except like they they make what i do like about these movies is it actually give makes death the antagonist like death itself yes so it like personifies death basically and so it actually you're kind of almost looking for death as a character if that makes sense Yes, definitely. And especially, I mean, in all of them, but especially in this one, like you're really, a lot of the characters are getting to see things that are death personified, like coming across in leaves or blown things, or there's a shadow. It's like the Grim Reaper, but without the Grim Reaper actually manifesting. Right, which is awesome for me. You guys have heard from me a billion times. I love to see things in the background or try to put things together of, oh my god, that's what's going to happen. And that's what Final Destination is all about. Like, especially this one, it starts off with our main characters are on a highway and you guys know, like, it goes bad. There's a truck driver with logs that just destroys everything. Goes through a cop's windshield. It kills tons of people on this highway. And the part that's great is as she's driving along, there's so much shit pointing to what's going to happen. And even if it's not pointing to what's going to happen, it's pointing to things with the town that was in the first one. Or even in the third one, there's a, in this one, in the second one, there's a ale truck that's driving around on the highway and he's like drinking his own beer. And that's referenced in the third one. And I just, that's my favorite when movies reference that stuff. And even if it's like cheesy, campy, like the writing, they were quiet the whole time you were talking, by the way. Like, I yes, even, they were so interested. The, the crickets were like quiet the whole time, but I muted just in case. And as soon as I unmuted, they were like, jur, 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 like those fucking assholes. So, like, the, even the, the writing style, like, like I said, even if they're campy, cheesy ish movies, because like, let's be honest, you know, they got like a a 48 from the critics yeah. and a 58 from the audience, which is not abysmal to be totally fair. But, you know, you watch Final Destination and it's for like these kills that you just stick out in your yes. mind. It's not for like, you know, these the like genius writing. That being said, though, there is a lot of cleverness to it. It was very the reason these are so culty, like as far as the following goes, mm-hmm. is because it was so different and it yes. made this whole idea of death has an order and when it decides it's coming for you, that's it, period. And it's coming for you in a very like gruesome 
fucked up way like in this particular case like Like, what a cool premise for a horror movie it's not a slasher it's not a ghost story but it is kind of a slasher and it is kind of a ghost story it's like all kinds of different elements that it makes up its own yeah like what exactly do you classify death as right kind of an element you know yeah like like earth wind fire death you know what i mean so it's it is interesting because you've got this enemy that you really can't beat and the whole thing is like trying to how do you beat death and in this one it's like well we're trying to beat it by bringing new life in and because Mm -hmm. one of the people that was supposed to die was pregnant and they think they can crack the code by just trying to get her to the point of having a baby and then it fucks up the whole cycle but at the same time it's like well I think if it was me, I would just assume that I'm in this system that is just, I'm just meant to die. Like mm-hmm. I, it's like a destiny thing. Like I can't yeah, absolutely. break that, you know? Right. Even with the, you know, eventually, if anybody hasn't seen it, I think it's fun. Go ahead and watch it. But you can also listen to us. I don't really care. But there, the very end, basically, you find out that the baby wasn't the point. It was actually our main girl needs to be killed and brought back basically because she's the new new life, the new life of a drowning victim. And it's like, I feel like even with that, death would still be like, no, I even if it's not for her, like the cop is still alive, too. You're not going to come get him. Yeah. And I think something Final Destination is also kind of known for are plot holes. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't watch it for, like, not having plot holes. It's not airtight by any means. You're like, okay, you know, what about this? What about that? It's just kind of like, you're, I I definitely, it's one of those movies where you kind of have to, just buy all the movie magic and the yeah. like obviously you know but that being said it's kind of fun to watch the creative ways death is going to outsmart yes. these people but also obviously these people aren't smarter than death itself so right i mean we do have tony todd who is in every single one of them i think and i love him god do i love him and he is the morgue keeper who basically like he watches death all the time like he knows what's going on with death so he's like the the one in with the knowledge so that's good so they get some information there but no these are just these are perfect for a cold rainy day sitting on the couch with no lights on maybe a fireplace going like and just watching people just get it that's it what's also really weird so like so clear I can't her name really irks me clear rivers <laughs> comes so back in this one and she was the survivor from the first one she has locked herself in this padded cell so that no one can get to her but also she like has a tv monitor in there and I'm like mm, what if that like short-circuited or caught on fire and you got yeah. trapped in there we've obviously seen death just make things happen like unscrew things or you know this pipe is gonna break things like that so yeah or these there's these big pads on the wall of this padded room you can't tell me one of those couldn't accidentally fall on you and smother you in the night or something i don't know but there's got to be something 
Right. And then when people, you know, come in, I was just like, how do you like, you have to eat. Like, you're not telling me mm-hmm. you couldn't like, it, it's just like choking. Like, like you're, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, with the final destination films, it's really hard to just accept like the things they're trying to like, there are certain films where they're good enough to just like move on mm-hmm. and accept certain things. But then there are films where it's like, yeah, this is fun. But then also I'm like, wait, 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 right. wait. <laughs> But also what really bought the, there were some continuity things that really bothered me about this movie. Okay. (laughs) In the original premonition that we have going down the highway, they're driving for a long time before Before shit hits the Yes. (laughs) Okay. So they're driving along, all these friends are going, and then this accident happens after they're driving for a while. But then when the accident happens, it's like right in front of them and nobody was driving anywhere. Yeah. they were but it wasn't like you can walk to it from the exit they're at exactly (laughs) yeah it it wasn't like she was like down a while you know like it's gonna happen like quite a ways away no it happened like right right there yeah also when she parks her car in front of the on-ramp so that nobody can get on the highway that's what those barriers are for why did you swing so far fucking forward that you have your car on the highway (laughs) Yeah. There's a big fucking cement block that meant that truck shouldn't have been able to get her truck, but it does anyway. One of my favorite, and I haven't done this with Final Destination 2, but I bet you if I did, it would have a fuck ton of them. One of my favorite things to do in like middle school, like, you know, primitive internet, especially with like the Harry Potter films and stuff. Do you remember the website moviemistakes.com? Yeah. Connor had me watch one of those recently on The Fifth Element. That was... Yeah, they were kind of mad at that movie. Oh, were they? Yeah. Yeah, I bet that Final Destination 2, there's a fuck ton of them. Uh, probably. But see, I just love it. It's just so nostalgic for me that I don't even care. Like, um, bring me the good, bring me the bad. Yeah, no, and that's totally fine. I just, like, and it didn't bother me when, like, you know, some little things, like, oh, in this shot, you know, her hand was here, and then her hand was here in this one, and I'm like, okay, well, they yelled cut, and then they started again. Like, that's just human imperfection. But it's, like, when it's, like, big, big, big things that, like, undo your whole premise, that's when I think it's funny. Yeah, definitely. But like even in the fifth element one, there were some things that he was bitching about, but it was like, it's just because he didn't understand the story that was happening. So it's like, shush, you're just, you're just being a movie critic at this point, which I get. It's literally what I try to do, but kind of give it a little bit there. Yeah. I feel like there were also some like continuity issues with the order of death in this one, Mm -hmm. but I don't know exactly like what it was i couldn't remember but i feel like they fucked up the order well here's my question and i know here's my continuity thing i know it doesn't have to be but they just so happen like they kill off three people i think it's three people and then everyone left is in this big old truck together and they're rolling down the road and they're talking about how they almost died before and they didn't die because death was trying to pick up the pieces from the first movie. So when the kids got off the plane and then they started dying, like when Terry 
you know, got taken out by that bus, there's one woman who's saying, yeah, she was supposed to go to this bed and breakfast and everybody died in the middle of the night of carbon monoxide poisoning, but she didn't go because she didn't make it because she was on the bus that killed Terry. Like, the, that's how these people are matched up. You know, one of them saw Todd's death and she didn't make it out in time for her mom who was held up by somebody and killed. Like, that's how these people got together. But we already killed three people. Were they on, you know, a bus? Were they attached to the Mount Abraham kids that got off the plane? Were they just random people that were going to die on the highway? Infused. But yeah, be like that, though. Yeah, exactly. You're not supposed to ask the questions. You're right. And then it just so happens that these are the people that were in contact with the Mount Abraham kids. It's just, yeah. I know, not supposed to ask, but that's like what I do. Convoluted, like yeah, roundabout way, yeah, right. And also, this was also something I put in my notes. So Claire dies. <gasps> Spoiler alert from a movie from two thousand three. <laughs> I know, but she doesn't die in the right order. That's what I'm saying. Yes, exactly. And it's just so confusing because basically what they're saying is that death is now going backwards to catch back up to clear so her this girl and her friends died last on the highway but instead her friends died first and now it's going backwards so then in that theory clear should be totally untouchable until we've lost everyone else that is not what happens also she dies by basically being exploded and burning and like her she's like burned beyond recognition except I made this little note here. Her jacket's um, just beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. like her clothes are totally fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, but they, the, it's frustrating because you can't even be like, okay, yeah, it's a fucking explosion. She's going to die because they literally show you that it doesn't work that way. Somebody grabs a gun and he's like, I choose when I die. And he unloads the thing on his himself and it, it's full of bullets and not a one goes off because it's not his turn. So then by that theory, Claire should be totally fine. And another one that was weird to me was when it was the girl's turn to die at the end to drown herself. Wasn't it actually not her turn? Or am I mistaken? Because I thought, wasn't it like the Eugene kids or whatever? Or wasn't that out of order? Because if it even was her turn to die, then it wouldn't have allowed her to die anyways. Well, Eugene died with Clear, so right. But we so then we have the cop left, and we have her. But you're right, the cop is next. Right. So that was like a weird, like if it wasn't her turn to die, then it wouldn't even have even allowed her to drown. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it yeah. it wouldn't have allowed the van to go over. Like the brakes would have worked or something. But then we brought her back, I guess, and then it broke yeah. the cycle. I don't yeah, know. Just in time for us to go to this farm where these people helped them out when they crashed on the side of the road and this kid gets blown up by the barbecue. It's like our last little, like, I hate, I mean, it's horror. Y'all know, you laugh at it too, but it's like our last little laugh of, ah, ha, ha, somebody got it in the end. Yeah. Like, falls down burnt in front of his mom it's great trauma traumatizing <laughs> right they're like oh thank you guys so much for saving him ah yeah 
Yeah. I mean, but it is, the deaths are fun though. Like Mm -hmm. being terrified because all the group gets together and figure out what's going on. And there's like this elevator scene that like, you know, takes off someone's head. And that's like truly a terrible fear. Yes. Like, and mm. you get to it gives you hints to what's going to happen because it's like before that even happens this guy is going into this elevator and he gets his boot stuck in there because the elevator doors aren't the bumpers aren't noticing that things are there so it's like you know oh shit something bad's going to happen in those also this one guy that's kind of like I guess he's our like burnout character yeah he puts together this clue of the way someone's gonna die and it is the most reaching (laughs) clue i was like how the fuck did you come up with that out of what just fell out of that closet yeah man with hooks yeah but it's still fun and creepy like don't smell women on an elevator don't do that also that yeah I did like Eugene, though. Like, he was very cool about it. Like, he's like, dude, don't fucking do that. But not, he doesn't freak her out. Don't do that. It's yeah, he's up. like, can you fucking not? <laughs> yeah. One I don't minute. know. And I kind of like these characters. Like, they're not my favorite ever. But, oh, my God. The, some of the kills. Like, I literally just remember, like, because this was me going out to Massachusetts. I remember my aunts talking about, you know, they won't ever get behind freaking log haulers ever again because of this movie because of it going through the windshield and the kid when he's coming out of the dentist and he's chasing the pigeons and the glass comes down on him because of that i chased pigeons in boston and i got so yelled at by my mom it was great dude i that (laughs) like the especially the log scene i still like look at like trucks hauling stuff and i'm like nope Yes, and they're good because I love to slow them down and see how much you can watch, and they did such a good job. Like, you can see the kid's legs bend, and you can see the cop's head go through the backseat. Oh, so good. That car crash was, like, revered as, like, at the, especially at the time, like, the best car crash scene that, like, in cinema at the time. So fucking good. Like, everyone remembers that, and everyone talks about it now. It's become, you know part of our pulp fiction of society it's just become that because everyone even if you haven't seen final destination you know about that scene and you know that it's creepy to be behind those trucks now it definitely set a lot of like cultural precedent (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that was like the logger scene and then the scene where the kid gets like crushed by the glass the the two scenes from this film that I think everyone remembers and then like from the third one is the tanning bed and I remember mm-hmm. a roller coaster I think that's the third one mm-hmm, that is yep those are the two main ones and I also remember something in some I'm getting like this vague memory of like running around in some sort of a warehouse but I don't know if that's the third or fourth one uh there is a like Home Depot Lowe's type thing in yep that's what I'm okay remembering. that's the third one okay there's even like I hate the fourth one. I've seen it like once. Actually, just a side note, not that anyone cares, but that's the only movie that I've ever been in that has had no one else in the theater at the time but me. So that was pretty cool. But it was because it was so bad. I barely remember anything about the fourth one, but even that I'm like, oh, there's one where he gets his in- intestines pulled out by the swimming pool. That's the fourth one. Like there's always these kills or the fifth one, you know, she's doing gymnastics and breaks her body in half like there's just great kills in Final Destination. They do such a good job with that. Yeah, so if nothing else, they got that going for them. Definitely. I mean, 
you know, the kills are a lot of fun. The plot is, you know, it is what it is. And the continuity could use some work. But I mean, it's fun. I'd probably give it about a three. It's kind of middle of the road, but it's definitely watchable and honestly rewatchable. I just need time between like years in between rewatching them. It's not something I watch like every year, but it's it's something I could like tolerate watching every year. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, I mean, I'm sure you guys have figured it out by now. Like, these are my comfort movies when I, like the birds for me, when I just want to put on something that I've seen a billion times, but I love. It's the whole Final Destination series, minus four. We don't watch four, but we ignore that one. But so for my personal enjoyment, five out of five. But I agree, it's not worth that, but I'd still give it a four. I love the Final Destination series. So for you personally, it's more like a trilogy Yes. For all intents and purposes. There's four of them. We just ignore four and we move on to five. Oh, okay. I see. So it's it's one, two, three, and five. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Four just didn't exist. Yes. The NASCAR thing is lame. I hate it. What about the remake? Did you see that? The you mean five? Was that five with the one that came out recently? Yeah, that's five. Okay. That was two thousand eleven then. Yes. So, so it wasn't a remake. It was a the fifth one. It, exactly. It's not a remake. It kind of wraps everything together still. So. Got it. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away because I'd love to talk about it on here eventually. And I love it. So, but. Aren't they doing a sixth one? I don't know. But if they do, I'll be there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure it's in pre-production right now. That'll be fucking great. Like, do a billion of them. I'm going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Oh, Final Destination 6 plot has possibly been revealed. I just Googled it for you. I'm so excited. Is Final Destination 6 coming out? Set to be released in 2022. Ooh, yes. There is a trailer if you want to see it. There's a trailer, like a real one, an official one? I don't know. Not some fan made thing? It says official trailer HD. Tony Todd. <gasps> yes. But don't take that as a as fact, okay? I don't know. But that that that's just the first hit on Google and I don't know. We'll find out if it's real or not, I guess, in 2022. But in the meantime, you can find us on all of our social medias at the Extra Sisters Podcast. Twitter is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to join our Patreon, it is patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters Podcast. And next time. Who will survive? Till then, stay creepy.